1: All right, the weekend is ahead. Thanks for starting it off with Inside Sports. It's 8.06. Here's what's going on tonight on the Diamond. The Blue Jays pushing. They were down 6-1. It's now 6-5 for Oakland, bottom of the eighth. We'll see if Toronto can tie it up. In the Western Hockey League, the conference finals are underway. Brandon leads Red Deer 1-0 after the second period. Seattle and Kelowna just getting started. The Flyers stay alive against Washington in the NHL. Michael Neuverth, a 44-save shutout. The shots were 44-11 for Washington, but the Flyers win it 2-0 to force a game six back in Philly. The Panthers have tied it. Barkov with the goal, 1-1. Cats and Islanders, early third period. The Wild out to a quick 2-0 lead on the uh, Dallas Stars halfway through the first period as they're trying to stay alive and the Sharks and the Kings face off in about half an hour. I can tell you, Sunday afternoon at Clark, we got a home match for FC Edmonton. They'll be taking on Ottawa in North American Soccer League action. I'm pleased to be joined by two members of FC Edmonton. We have the uh, captain of the team, Albert Watson. Good evening, Albert. Good evening. And also the all-time leading scorer for the Eddies, Daryl Fordyce. Hello, Daryl. Good evening. Thank you very much for making time. All right, so people have probably already noticed. You guys have accents. Where are you from? Belfast. Both? Both. How'd you wind up in yeah. Canada playing for good old FC Edmonton?
2: Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good story to be honest. Um Darryl Fordyce, obviously here sitting beside me. Um had he he had the opportunity to come out to uh, Edmonton through three friends of his, um, Bigovic, knew knew someone from the club, um, and got us set up a a trial or got us set up with a club. So uh it started from there and now we're here four years. Well, fourth year this is their fourth season.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh Daryl, what did you know about the North American Soccer League in and Edmonton before you before you came here?
2: Um I
3: actually had a chance to come out in two thousand and ten. Uh, for Puerto Rico Islanders uh, when they were in the league back then and they're joining this year again but um, I didn't come out and I ended up signing for Linfield but once they were interested back then I took notice in the league and it gradually improved each year and that's when I got the contact uh, back in 2013 to, to come out here along with Albert so uh, the league has been growing each year and it's been getting better so I noticed the league back in 2010 but I don't think Albert known knew about the league until I told him
1: <laughs> so you but you guys knew each other bef- like from before from how, how long no yeah years, years. you know each other we, a while we, we since we were kids well oh, since, since you were kids yeah. yeah wow yeah we are f- obviously our
2: family lives in the same place Row. so we um, we're from the same place and um, we, we we're proud of that, but um, it's yeah, we've known each other for years now. Okay, so yeah. who was
1: a better player as a kid? Uh, it has to be
2: Daryl, Yeah, <laughs> well, he he was, a, he was a tougher player. <laughs> Darrell was a better player. So, um,
1: so Darrell's the uh, Darrell's the a, the glitz, and you're yeah, the you're the toughness. Is that how it goes? Yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with that.
2: Yeah, Darrell's the the goal scorer, and I'm the I'm the hard one at the back.
1: Okay, uh, Let me ask you this because I, 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 I was not at your practice but I read an article in the uh, Edmonton Journal by Derek Van deest that I think on either Tuesday or Wednesday, you guys said I don't know if you guys were involved, was there an incident at practice here? Is this being overblown or, or what happened? Was there something that happened on the pitch?
3: Um, it was a bit overblown I think. It was a few guys just pushing each other and letting each other's um, point come across Um not talking way but a little bit of pushing but that was it,
1: it was, so it wasn't a full-on fight but there was a little bit of a phys- physical anger being expressed yeah
2: i'm glad, i was actually glad to see it to be honest um i like to see that in the, uh training session it just lets let you know people care and let you know that uh, how how much it means to them um and like back in Northern Ireland when we played there, and uh, any team that I've ever heard of has always had that feistiness about their training sessions, because you just can't switch it on and off that intensity. So we want that. We want that to so go into Sunday's game because it's a massive game against Ottawa Fury, and it's a Canadian Derby. So it's it's a it's a massive one for us, and I hope everybody comes out and supports us and gets behind us because we we don't want the them. Um, well I think supporters call them the flurries is it the flurries, flurries yeah. <laughs> the flurries the supporters <laughs> call them so we don't want them flurries coming back to the Ottawa with three points definitely not
1: alright just to put the put to bed this 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 incident what, like, did something specific set it off I think it was a penalty yeah and so you guys were scrimmaging uh,
3: yeah, yeah it was just a penalty it was a bad taking penalty and one of the guys said something to the other guy and he had a little go back they had a little scuff but then you go into the changing room and the two of them are laughing with each other and they're playing table tennis in the changing room with each other, you know, so yeah. it was just um, men getting their point across and then it was forgotten about, so okay. as Albert said, it was very good to see two guys that care about the game.
1: Okay, so so it's been dealt with, so we'll leave it at that. Now, another another issue I have to ask you guys uh, about, you've played three league matches, Correct. Yeah, yep. you have one point out of a possible nine, and if you not, you have not scored a goal, that's
3: correct. Yes, All right. So correct.
1: what what's what's going on? Well,
2: well, you start with the first game. <laughs> I may as well start with it because um, I was the downfall. But uh, we played obviously the the new team, the new franchise in the in the, the league. So it's Oklahoma. Uh, I went down to Oklahoma, and it was tough game. We got a nil each draw, but we were playing with ten men after 30 minutes I get sent off so whether it was a good call or a bad call we were still down to 10 men for 70 minutes or sorry 60 minutes so it was it was good to see the boys getting a, a nil each draw out of that and maybe you know, it was a good result so we came back with a lot of confidence went into the second game which it was a bit disappointing against Minnesota it was our home game came back to Edmonton so against Minnesota uh, didn't play particularly well uh, give a couple of cheap goals out, and then we we go into the the next game against um, against Tampa Bay Rowdies. Whenever we're away to Tampa Bay, and it, we done very well in the game, and um, you know they had one chance in the whole game probably, and they they took it and it was a header. So it, we missed a penalty in the last minute. So it was. Um, it's not all doom and gloom, by the looks of it, whenever you look at the points tally, it's not all doom and gloom. It's we've, we're we're getting there, and um, I think it's a massive game on Sunday to they bring us back up and get that confidence up. And I think the we're we're prepared this week brilliantly. So you know the preparations there, and the, the conf, We just need to get that winning on Sunday to get that confidence up and to get us rolling again.
1: Well, and, and does this feel a little familiar? Because didn't you start the season a little slow last year? I mean, Daryl, didn't you guys allow a goal like ten seconds into your first match last year, or something like that?
3: Yeah, that was sort of the trend last year. We yeah. kept conceding early on in games and giving giving teams a one goal start. And um, this year is we, we just haven't scored in the first three games. But we, we started off badly last year and and gradually got better as the season went on. And um, I guess we're uh, we're known as slow starters, but. Uh, as long as we keep working hard, staying together, and getting into each game believing we can win, then uh, offensively it comes. Uh, because you just can't go on for so long and not scoring goals. And yeah. as, as long as you keep giving a hundred percent, then offensively it will come.
1: Do, do Daryl, do you feel? I mean, you're the team's all-time leading scorer. Do you feel that pressure maybe a little more than other guys on the squad?
3: Um, every game comes with pressure, and no matter what position you play in. You know, and uh I'm old enough and experienced enough just to to see through it and and get on with it and keep the head down and working hard. because uh, no matter what position you play in, as long as you keep working hard you've got a job to do and if you stick to your job then eventually it'll pay off.
2: I think it's important too, as the teammates we need to get the likes of Darrell and our our strikers into position so we can score. Um we obviously create a lot more chance against Tampa Bay there. So um, we need to create a lot more chances um, and hopefully we, we know the ability that, like said, and the likes of the boys in the team, Jake, Tommy and people strikers and the midfielders, Dustin and stuff and Saini, will we'll finish off the chances if we get them into the goal scoring opportunity. So we need to work, work harder on that and stick together.
1: We're in studio with Albert Watson and Daryl Fordyce from FC Edmonton. they got a big match coming up on Sunday against Ottawa. they got a story about missing teeth that I want to <laughs> ask you guys uh, about when we get back. It's 8.15 Inside Sports on 6.30 Chet.
0: You're listening to 6.30 Chet Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins.
1: All right, good to have you along for the ride tonight. We've covered some uh, hockey, we've covered some basketball, we've covered some football. Now we're covering some uh, soccer, as we call it here in North. Does that does that bug you guys that we don't that our football's different from the football in the rest of the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like you're calling it
2: the. But in too. short terms, yeah.
3: <laughs> if we go home and say soccer, then some of our friends will say. Oh you're all Canadian on (laughs) us Yeah exactly
1: Darryl Fordyce and uh, Albert Watson From FC Edmonton Institute So what do you call The NFL and the CFL And do you call it American football Canadian football American football yeah. Yeah. yeah And hockey is ice hockey but yeah. what other hockey is there? There's field hockey. There's field hockey, yeah. Oh, come on. And it's who actually plays field hockey? There's, <laughs> There's a lot of people who play <laughs> field you
2: hockey. The first, thing, the first time I come over here, someone says, you watching the hockey tonight? And I says, well, is it field hockey on? They got and the guy near lynched me. <laughs> uh, it was down 104th Street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you like the weather in Edmonton?
3: Nice in the summer. Not so nice in
1: no. <laughs> How does it compare to Northern Ireland? It's. I mean, I always think Ireland must be, like, rainy and... Foggy all the it's time.
2: It's a bit like BC, um, Northern Ireland. It's uh, yeah, it's BC weather, but it's without the without the great summer that BC gets. So does it snow? No, not not, not really. Sometimes. Sometimes, but, but not not much. Rains a lot. Rains year round. Rains. Yeah. I was back for six weeks over the over Christmas, and it rained probably about seventy percent of the time. Oh really? So it was it was tough.
1: What's the uh, most popular sport in Northern Ireland? Football. It'll be football. Sorry, yeah. Soccer. Yeah, right. oh, soccer. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. Soccer. Well, okay, what what's what's next? Is it like golf or f- f- football? <laughs> it's just all. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: just all. No, it is. Probably golf and
2: rugby. Yeah, golf Rugby's, oh, rugby's rugby is getting bigger. Yeah. yeah. Rugby's getting um a lot bigger in, in Northern Ireland. It's always been big, but it's it's getting bigger yeah. even. So. Er- everyone
3: seems to play golf as a pastime Golf as well too. Uh but mostly, especially with s-
2: Roy McIlroy doing so well and yeah. stuff, yeah. and um,
3: being so famous. In school, you ever you either play
2: football or you play rugby.
1: Those are the those are the those choices. Are, eh? So did it. you guys play rugby?
2: No. <laughs> did you? No, they tried to because of the size of me. They tried to steer me into it, but no, I wasn't having rugby, no chance. How come? It was just they they are tough. <laughs> the boys are tough. I'm telling Hey, yeah. we're hey we're tough. No, they they are the the toughest guys you'll ever meet. I down, yeah
1: yeah. I don't know how they do the hitting with no no equipment it's I guess maybe they don't get mo- I mean maybe they don't Well sometimes they get moving pretty fast though
2: <sighs> It's unbelievable The 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 velocity they hit each other And the cauliflower ears they have And they just oh, I just watch some of the tackles And I'm like oh And they're cringing
3: They just get up after yeah. As if nothing happened nothing happened. <laughs> and the it's thing great. is that they respect our referees so much
1: Yeah the yeah, they call good. the referee sir. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys aren't like that in 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 soccer. No. You're always lipping off. You're always getting yellow cards. Well, <laughs> why is that? Well, I don't know if you guys get yellow cards, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just because the referees are maybe not too good. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, no, you're the captain, Albert, so you have to talk to the ref the most, right? Or you well, should that's
2: be. yeah, that's um, that's how it goes. So uh, I usually ask the referee to talk to me. You know, if there's something going on, you no, know, rather than just make a a, a really Decision the there and then, I usually say, just talk to me, and I'll I'll try and sort it out. Um, or even if something's happening, talk to me. That that uh, okay, Albert, you're you're pushing the next one. You're you're going to get a foul for that whatever um, and it's usually it happens uh, they usually talk to you if you 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 ask them at the start and it's some referees they go on a power trip and they don't they don't want to speak to you but it's where <laughs> the way it goes
1: don't we need here's one of my pet peeves about your sport don't we need a second referee on the field by now there's 22 guys to watch well, that's they've tried
2: it in Europe. Um, with they've got they've got actually five officials. Yeah, five there's officials, there's officials the gold. behind the goal. Behind the goal as well. So they watch the box um, activity. Okay. Um, the, the fourth officials meant to watch, help the fourth official stands, which does the substitutes and stuff. Right. Then he's meant to help the referee as well. Say something goes on in the sideline, takes care of the managers and stuff. And then obviously the line, the you know the lines, the, the I officials. Don't, I don't think it matters because. Whenever the referee makes a
3: decision, it's the right decision for one team and it's a wrong decision for the other yeah, team. Right.
1: Exactly, and that's just the way. So somebody's going to be unhappy, yeah. regardless of how many guys. They're never, never going to win, are no. they? All right. Speaking of uh, physical play, Albert, uh, what is the story of you and your your, your teeth here? Was this did somebody <laughs> punch you? What what, somebody, what happened?
2: Well, you think so? Um, <laughs> no, I think we we played Atlanta, but. I think it was two years ago and um we it was a tough game, they you know a tough place to go down to and they're they're a very good team. So we played and uh, anyway I went to head the ball and a guy came in late, about ten minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> very little. and he hit me with his shoulder and my two two teeth popped out, um clean out, not a bit of blood. Your two front teeth. Yeah. Just bang popped out of your mouth. Straight out. And Darrell, my friend David Proctor, who who was at the club at the time, um, stood beside me, looking over at me, looking over at me with my t- with my <laughs> teeth in their hand. So I was kind of really dazed, and like, I took off, and all the Atlanta players were going, "Yeah, no, well done in the game, no, no, good luck with your recovery and stuff." And I walked off, and the physio was about to walk me down to the 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 changing room, and I says, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "You you coming off?" And I says, "No, I'm not. I'm going back on." So we end up put the two teeth in the in a wee box, and I went straight back on. And um, <laughs> the next the next time I was heading the ball, but ten seconds later, so now I got got the teeth put back in straight after. Yeah.
1: All right. So how how were you not bleeding? I don't know. It was
2: it hit <laughs> it hit me that clean, and the teeth yeah. just popped straight straight
1: out. It was I
3: just it.
2: remember running
3: over. He was on the ground, and I looked down and. It was like, your two front teeth are mis- missing. <laughs> I had a quick look around, and the two of them were like just right beside each other. And I just picked them up. And our physio came over, and I said, look, here's his teeth here. <laughs> and I just remember the Atlanta players saying, good luck, hope everything goes well. And just to see him running back on the pitch, I had a look around at the Atlanta players' faces, and they were just in disbelief that he came back onto the field. <laughs>
1: Uh, Alright, so so you played the rest of the game, obviously. The, 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 then what happened with the teeth? Well, I went straight
2: to the emergency car, straight off there, and put the the emergency dentist put them straight back in. Wait, uh, so
1: the, wait, so those are your real teeth? Yep. my teeth You didn't have to get up. artificial teeth? Nope.
2: So I went straight to the emergency dentist, and they popped them back in and it was the sorest thing ever. I was so sore. But anyway, I I got them popped back in and ever since. And I was getting married And probably, I was getting married a month and a half, or a month later, a month later, later I was getting married. So I was scared for my my wife to be (laughs) at the time, my wife now, but um, I was scared to phone her just in case. She said, do you know what, the wedding's off, you look like that. (laughs) But uh, I was lucky enough. Were were you swollen or what happened? I was swollen, yeah. Yeah. I I travelled home the next day and I was uh, very swollen but, the teeth were in, and we, we, I got a bridge put in, and that was it. Was um, there not a concussion concern
1: or, or anything like that? I,
2: think, I can't remember. <laughs> 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 so there you go. I can't remember. I can't remember much about, about the game, but. Uh, th- I don't know if I had a concussion I must have <laughs> came back to the hotel and I had a cheesecake ready uh, that, that, cheesecake perked me factory. Up. that perked me up that perked uh, me up so uh, that was it soft food for a while after that yeah it was I was um, I was alright uh, I was alright I was, all right. I, was uh, I, I just get on of it to be honest I've had worse
1: all right. We're in studio here. Can you guys stick around for a few minutes after the news? Yep. I yeah. I want to ask you some other stuff. Yeah. You got 2 p.m. sundays That's the match? 2 p.m. Yep. Sunday, against, yeah. uh, against Ottawa. The the Flurries is their fan, the oh, fan well, club. Yeah, club. Our,
2: fa- our fans call them the Flurries. Flurries, yeah. So oh, that f- must be a little dig at them. I don't know what it is. But What's your fan club flurries? called?
1: I've been to games with the guys chanting and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's uh, f, you know, the E S E D is yeah. it? Um, the, they stand behind the goal. Yeah. Um, so, so in the Edmonton Supporters Club and they—they're brilliant. They—they they wear all sorts of gear and um, like they're—they've got a big poster of me and I look like Chuck Norris. So I've got a body of Chuck Norris, um, and you just see my head there, and it's a massive poster, massive. You if you see, it, you'll see it on Sunday, and it's, it is unbelievable. And they do it every year for the, you know, the MVP of every year, but it was
1: it's, it's unbelievable. You'll see it on Sunday if you're there. More with Daryl and Albert from FC Edmonton when we get back.
3: This is Mike Riley from your Edmonton Eskimos, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet.
1: All right, thanks for tuning in tonight. It's 8.34. I'm in studio with Daryl Fordyce and Albert Watson from FC Edmonton. I'm going to update the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs because you guys got a uh, hockey team? You got into ice hockey at all?
2: Not, not really. I'm no. not going to lie, no. <laughs> no? Uh,
1: Flyers beat the Capitals 2-0. 44 save shutout for Neuwirth. Islanders and Panthers 1-1. Four minutes left. That series is tied at 2 Minnesota leading Dallas 2-1 after the first period. The Sharks and the Kings still to come. The Blue Jays lose 8-5 against Oakland. And the Western Hockey League Conference Finals are uh, underway. Brandon and Red Deer tied 1-1. 13 minutes left in the third. No score 15 minutes in between Seattle and Kelowna. Game 1 of both those series. FC Edmonton guys in studio here. They have a game 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon against uh, Ottawa. have some texts coming in to 6.30, 6.30. Brian says, I could listen to these two talk all night, love their accents. You get a lot <laughs> of that?
3: Yeah, but we over do over here. Yeah. Yeah. We actually don't like our accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we hear ourselves on, on videos or... Yeah. Well, why
1: is
2: that? Video? I'm not too sure. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, Others,
3: it's. Other people seem to love it, but...
2: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> we, we cringe at it. And we're yeah. like,
1: "Oh." Uh, we got a couple other texts here. Do your guests play? I hope I'm saying this right. Do your guests play Gaelic football in Ireland?
2: Um, we don't. Yeah, we, we have. were friends that do play Gaelic, uh, yeah. and they they play very well actually. But we we don't. It's a tough sport. It's a it's a very physical, demanding sport, and it's so we just don't play it. There's it, a lot of, a lot of players in the Irish league that play both.
3: They play football and Gaelic football.
1: Is that unique yeah. to Ireland, though, Gaelic football?
3: Yeah, it's an Irish sport, yeah. proper Irish sport, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: another text who says, my father is from Draperstown. That's from Frustrated Fan. Where is that?
2: Draperstown, yeah. It's um, it's a bit out from us, from Belfast. Um, it's a good bit,
1: actually, out from Draperstown.
2: Um, but it's, it's a nice part of the world. It's yeah. Out in, the, out in the country.
1: You know anybody yeah. from Draperstown?
2: I'm trying to think.
1: They have, do they have good football players there? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure they
2: do. I'm sure they do. Yeah, <laughs> it's still in Northern Ireland, so it's they would have good, good uh, football because usually it's the most per- participated
1: sport in obviously right. Northern be Ireland. Be tough guys so. out
3: there because it's out in yeah, the, it's out in the country. In the country <laughs> so they're <laughs> tough people. Real
2: farm, real farmers. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Sam G says uh, hi, Reid. There's a saying: soccer is a gentleman's game played by hooligans and rugby is a hooligans game played by gentlemen. I grew up playing soccer. Soccer players drive me crazy. <laughs> I, That's from Seth. I can
2: see the element. That's pretty that. correct. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. It's uh it's if you see any yeah, of the rugby players are very they're you know, they're very well spoken and they're very they're respectful to the referee and stuff. And Maybe we could Take take a leaf out of their book because uh, yeah. they they do it very well.
1: What's the dirtiest thing you've ever done on a football pitch? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever uh, you know?
2: Uh, there's, you, have to, you have to wind the players up it's a bit of professionalism yeah. you call it professionalism in the sport where you you don't want your striker scoring goals so if you're, st- you're playing against a striker and you know he's a good player you don't want him to score so you'll do anything to put him off his game whether it's to talk to him uh, in the <laughs> wrong way or whether it's to give him a wee nip or whether it's to kind of, uh, now, kick a him off a, after they get a the wee ball. nip
1: that's not a sip of scotch. That's, that's, a, that's <laughs> a little a, a, nip. Sorry. That's a blow to a
2: sensitive area, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, a little nip. Um, so you just have to you play the game, and that's what that's what adds to the excitement of it. And that's why you know, it'll be so exciting on Sunday because yeah. we're playing at the Canadian Derby. Right. We love derby, but from where we're from,
1: derby is. That's another word for like rivalry. That's yeah. rival. a rivalry. it's a rival. It's a rival. Regional rival of country rivalry. we
2: thought we'd never get it over here, but now we'll we have that to hold on to against Ottawa. And I, we, you know we want the, well, you know, the rivals there. So you want to kind of way, act on it. You want to, you want to come out and top.
1: Uh, you guys are both married. Canadian yeah. women, or
2: no, no, from Belfast.
3: From Belfast. Belfast yeah. But
1: your uh, Albert, your daughter's an Edmontonian. My
2: daughter is, was born in St. Albert, yeah. And nice. She was, she's Canadian. She's the only Canadian in the family. So um, she's allowed to stay. We're not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she can help you stay. Uh, now, are you guys trying to get Canadian citizenship? What's, what's the deal? Daryl, you are?
3: Yeah, the, both of us are actually okay. Plan yeah. for a permanent residency. We're in the middle of good through our permanent residency right now. Um, we've taken English tests. Believe it or not
1: <laughs> even though English yeah. is your first language yeah.
3: yeah and we completed that just about I think
1: <laughs> <We> passed, <laughs> about. so that's good yeah, yeah we
3: passed yeah so we're in the next stage of um the second stage of it along with Andreas our team administrator okay that's help helping us a lot through that so yeah we're in the process and it, I don't think it should take too long no, no. could you
1: would you be allowed to play for the Canadian national team or are you because you were irish first you you can't how does that work i'm not too
3: sure how the technical side of it is i know you
1: can't play for
3: other countries um if you've if you've got citizenship or you've got relatives from that country okay um you know but we'd have to take someone to look into it and and see where we stand but me personally i would play for canada i'm not too sure about albert
1: all right. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what makes Albert a good captain, Daryl?
3: He's well spoken. He's tough. He's a leader. Um, he's a guy that you look up to. You know, he's always behind you, and he's just got that physical presence.
1: You know, and you sound really mean, Albert. That's the impression. I know, I'm No, why is that? <laughs> well, you sound My like an, you're so, you, you sound like an aggressive player. Well that that's my game
2: of a defender, so I don't wanna be soft though. Um it's it's a dying art I think, um, of defenders being being aggressive and being being um you know, putting their, their head in where it hurts and stuff like that. And more often than not I do put my head in where it hurts and it does hurt.
1: <laughs> but I get on with it. All right. So you guys play uh, Sunday at two. Uh, what's your website? FC Edmonton or just Google no, F-
2: FC Edmonton dot F- Oh, the, yeah. the Twitter
1: handle. I think that's is FC right, F- Edmonton yeah, now. That's correct. FC If people want to look at your schedule, look at tickets, or you can just go to Clark and and, and get tickets there. Yeah. It's a it's a a derby a, a, a derby, a, darby, a, derby yeah. a derby or well, a, rivalry a rival. Well,
2: You you put it right. It's a rival. It's a rivalry. So we can't wait to, we can't get wait to get going on, uh, on Sunday. And you yeah.
1: guys need uh, three. How is Ottawa doing?
2: Um, pretty much the same as us. Pretty much yeah. struggling a bit off yeah. the start. All right.
1: Yeah. So you guys are looking for a goal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict right now that Daryl will score. I was going to say that on myself. Sunday. I was going to say that. Fingers myself.
2: crossed.
1: <laughs> um, he, he, I think he'll score myself. All right. I mean, he's a leading scorer in team history, so I, I could make stupider predictions, and I have. No pressure
2: at all. <laughs> no pressure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <just> uh, pressure. <laughs> oh, so Jeremy says, please ask them about Conor McGregor. I don't know what I'm supposed to ask, but.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, C- Conor McGregor's put a put a lot of. Um, people uh on the map of you know i mean he's put U- ufc on the map with uh, irish supporters so and um, we do we, my wife even watches ufc now because of conor mcgregor because the way um the way he conducts his, his interviews and stuff he's very flamboyant and right. very outspoken so it's he's typical he's typical irish he likes a beer and and stuff like that and he likes to <laughs> shut his mouth off yeah
1: <laughs> and uh last text uh is from Dean who says my wife Shannon is melting in front of the radio right now. So I guess the accent yeah. works with the ladies, guys. So don't feel bad about
2: it. It doesn't work, my wife, but cause <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: doing eyes. It doesn't work. Her. That's Albert Watson, your captain of FC Edmonton, Daryl Fordyce. Both in their fourth year with the Eddies, two o'clock Sunday against Ottawa. Guys, thanks for coming in. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate that. We're coming back, we're going to see what's going on with that big project in Calgary. It's hit a bit of a snag as they're trying to build a new rink and football stadium. Inside Sports on Ched. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton
3: Oilers and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 Chet.
1: Alright, so there's uh, overtime. Florida and the New York Islanders are tied one, one This is Inside Sports on six thirty chet well, our new arena here in Edmonton, almost done. Rogers Place opens in the fall, but what is going on in Calgary? There was that big pitch for the, the Calgary Next project, which would be the uh, hockey rink for the Flames, football for the uh, Stampeders. Well, it's uh, hit a pretty big snag with some news coming out this past week. To talk about that from our sister station, News Talk 770 in Calgary,
0: it is Jock Wilson. Jock, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Great. I couldn't be any better, my friend. Uh, weather's still good, so uh, no complaints.
1: Well, Well, good stuff. Though uh, it it strikes me that a few people in your fine city have been complaining for the last few days, Jock, and we're going to find out why. Uh, The Calgary Next project, a a very bold vision, Um, but man, that, that price tag has some eyeballs popping out of heads, eh?
0: Well, you know, it it was a bold vision. And and let's let's be clear, Reid, it it was a vision and it got the conversation started. I I don't think other than, you know, people that are really, really behind the Calgary Flames or the Calgary uh, Sport and Entertainment Group were really on side with this because, you know, the the, the numbers really didn't make a lot of sense and the location to me didn't make a lot of sense. You know, it's it's a bigger picture when you really talk about the West Village here in Calgary. And, of course, if you know the city uh, well, uh, you know, they're already doing the East uh, Village. Uh, revitalization and now they're talking about another massive um, revitalization program, but what makes this you know, this part of the city uh, so contentious is, you know, Domtar was here, what, uh, 50, 60 years ago, and they, they left a contaminated site, and, and basically this creosote, uh, you know, site is, a, is an environmental disaster, and of course, it's seeping into the Bow River right now, and, and who's going to pay for it? Domtar is no longer doing business here in Calgary or, or in Alberta, you know, so is the city on the hook for it? Is the province on the hook for it? You know, is the, is the polluter on the hook for it? All of these issues still come into play, and, and before you can clean this site up, then, you know you can't even talk about building a new arena
1: so i mean you brought up some great stuff there. let, let me start with that price though because obviously mm-hmm. that's ultimately the the sticking point i mean the original number was 890 million so how did it get up or in the course of a few months to 1.8 billion dollars what happened there?
0: well the, the report that's going to council on monday is you know they're not they're not Disputing the Calgary Flames' price tag of 890 million, and of course it's for a facility that includes a field house, a football stadium, and a hockey arena. So it really is a triplex, so to speak. Uh, where they're adding the extra cost, the 863 million to 937 million, that is, you know, what, what the Calgary Flames are saying, are nothing to do with the building itself. This goes to you know investment in the land, mun- municipal infrastructure, environmental remediation, you know, and financing all of these other things that make great buildings happen like you guys have happening in, in Edmonton right now. So I, I think that's where the real discrepancy is. I don't think anybody's disputing the fact that it's going to cost, you know, probably $900 million or even a even billion dollars to build a facility like the Calgary Flames are, are proposing. But, you know, who's, who's going to pay for the environmental uh, cleanup? Who is going to uh, pay for all of the other things that have to go along with it when you're talking about revitalizing a, a portion of your city?
1: Okay. Jock Wilson joining us from down the highway. News Talk 770, our core station in Calgary. Um, give me some uh, context. I've like, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know the neighborhoods of Calgary very mm-hmm. well. Maybe some people listening do, but... This West Village option, if it's not going to be that, I mean, is, is there an option closer to downtown or closer to where the Saddledome currently is, or what are we looking at there?
0: Well, it's quite interesting because, of course, this whole debate started, well, it started last August when the Calgary Flames first, uh, you know, got very aggressive, and aggressive is probably the wrong word, when, when they presented their vision of this of this new arena. And, and of course, part of it was, you know, to, to get this environmental disaster, you know, cleaned up, and so they thought, hey, why don't we uh, be, be part of this, and, you know, how with maybe the part of the environmental cleanup and then, and, and then you know, have a new site for our arena, which, you know, makes makes great sense. Now, what the report to the city has come out with saying, hey, we, 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 we don't mind the vision, we don't mind having the conversation started, we just aren't sure this is the right place at the right time to build such a facility. So what the city has come back with, and, and, and I, I certainly don't have a problem with what the city has come back with, they've come back with sort of a three-part plan, saying, number one, let's not build all three facilities together. They realize that a field house is long overdue in this city, and they they ultimately think uh, this is priority number one. So they would like to see that field house built close to the university, which is right where McMahon Stadium is located right now. Uh, They own some of the lands there already, and there are some decaying facilities in that area. Our our baseball stadium is decaying. They have the... um they have the athletic park there that they put some money in a few years ago with the, uh, with the Canadian championships that were held here. But there's the Father David Bauer Arena, which is an old decray- a decaying facility as well. They also have the vault- volleyball dome up there which is another decaying facility so they have all of these facilities that are past their uh, their best before date so they have an an opportunity there to maybe revitalize that area of town and and put this field house and 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 the city has already said that's priority number one then you go to number two where are you going to build a new hockey arena and it's not like the city is saying no we don't need a new hockey arena we're not going to build a new hockey arena they just don't like the location the calgary flames are, are presenting they would like to see this arena built on stampede park grounds which you know that was the original proposal all together where the old big four building is if you've ever been to the Calgary Stampede if you've been to the Stampede Park It's very close to where the uh, the Saddle Dome is right now So you you tear down the big four building you put your new hockey arena in that location LRT already comes right to it It, uh, it it's, it's a win-win situation and from my talks with people with the Stampede board They had already agreed to a little bit of a land swap already so that that makes perfect sense and now there's the third you know, part of this uh, three-headed monster, the, the football stadium. So what are you going to do with the football stadium? What the city is proposing is basically putting a little more lipstick on a pig, basically. Is, uh, uh, what their, what their uh, uh, report says is they could put two million dollars invested into structural and mechanical systems, and then anywhere from a 37 million to an 89 million dollar investment, which would really address the problems with McMahon Stadium. I'm talking about concessions and washrooms, which is obviously the biggest thing. and), and <clears throat> Excuse me, and then there could also be some uh, enhancements to the, the main entrance. You know, you could put in some, uh, some more corporate boxes, you could put in some more meeting space. So, you know, that would be a, about a $90 million investment. So, I guess the big debate there is do you want to put that type of money money into a 50 year old facility?
1: Wow, okay. Um, yeah. Just a couple of quick points here, Jock. You said, you said Calgary needs a field house. Is there not a field house in the city at all right now? <laughs>
0: Must be. <laughs> well, th- there is not. That's the, uh, that's, that's the sad thing. Okay. Now, now here, here's the deal. When the Olympics were held here in 1988, the Olympic Oval, which is the speed skating facility, that was supposed to become the field house. But then they realized what a great legacy it could be for speed skating and it really became the, uh, uh, the training center for the national uh, uh, organization and, uh, and obviously t- a big part of the University of Calgary. So that field house plan was wiped out and all of a sudden Calgary has been without a field house for a long time. And when you look at you know, Saskatchewan to regina edmonton uh you know the field houses and all of these other uh, you know communities it is it is a travesty you know for, to say the least that calgary does not have one so calgary you know the city council has has basically said it is priority number one
1: yeah we got to get fieldhouses for sure yeah. so 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 it's sound and just to wrap up here it's it sounds like the the football stadium is the is the the third of the the three priorities that's 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 going to be tough, but I mean, it it doesn't look like this would all be built together now. It looks like it has to be separate things, eh?
0: Yeah, if if you really look at the recommendations from the city, and again, this will go to council on Monday. um, You know, obviously there there's support for a new arena, there's support for a new event center, you know, part of the arena, there's support for a new field house. Uh, It's just a matter of you know where are you going to put it and uh, what's going to be the plan B. Now, the Calgary Flames, you know, right when they first announced uh, you know the Calgary Next Project, you know, Ken King was on record as saying there is no Plan B. This is our Plan B. Uh, this, is, this is our plan, and we want to stick with this plan. Now, Ken King is saying, you know, hey, Calgary Next is still big part of our, of our plan, but, you know, it would be hypocritical of us if we did not at least explore Plan B, and Plan B is now what the, the City of Calgary is presenting. So, uh, you know, we'll have a little bit of stadium envy here in Calgary when, you know, Rogers Place opens in Edmonton in the Ice District. I've been out there, and I've seen your building uh, being uh, constructed, and it looks fantastic, and, you know, the amount of events that you're going to be able to attract in Edmonton, it's going to give us uh, a lot of envy here in calgary because we're not going to be uh, you know in line for uh, the world junior championships or the world cup of hockey or some of the great events that you guys are going to host in edmonton so uh that that does have an economic impact and and i think that's why you know calgary is not poo-pooing the idea altogether uh you know i think deep down they know that sooner or later we are going to have to do something with our facilities
1: okay well, interesting stuff, uh, Jock. I have a feeling you're in for covering this story for the next few years, so I hope you enjoy getting well, to know City Council a bit. Uh,
0: you guys could probably send us your playbook, uh, you know, yeah. from from Edmonton, because uh, you, you know all about the arena playbook, and uh, I'm sure we're just on uh, you know page one of a 42-page document.
1: Yeah, sounds like it's going to be an interesting journey there in Calgary. Thanks, Jock. Jock Wilkes uh, Wilson checking in from Sports Talk is the name of the show. The station News Talk 770 in Calgary. That's our. Chorus Station down the highway. What a fast start for the San Jose Sharks. Already a goal. The game isn't even four minutes old. They're up 1-0 on the Kings as they try to eliminate LA. Islanders and Panthers, overtime about to start. The game is tied 1-1. The series is tied 2-2. The Flyers stay alive. Neuverth, a 44-save shutout. Only nine saves for Holtby tonight. The shots were 44-11. Flyers also got an empty netter, 2-0. They beat the Caps. The Wild lead the Stars as they try to stay alive. That is uh, almost halfway through the second period. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Action Furnace, home of the fixed right or its free guarantee. Visit actionfurnace.ca. Thanks to our guest tonight, Jock Wilson. Albert Watson and Daryl Fordyce from FC Edmonton, Morley Scott from the Eskimos broadcast booth, Glenn Johnson, the CFL VP of football, Mark Spector from Sportsnet, Jeff Rieger from the Detroit Red Wings broadcast team, Bob Stoffer from Oilers now, Matt Hendricks from the Edmonton Oilers, and Team USA, he's gonna be playing with the World Championship team. The producer of the show is Dave Campbell. The studio producer tonight is Kellen Kennedy. Thanks to everybody who texted and called in as well. Always great to talk to you. Have a fun and safe weekend. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks a lot for listening inside Sports on Jet.